Hello, everybody, and thanks for being with us. This is Jack Package, the host of the Daily Mayhem with Jack Package podcast about our trip to Myrtle Beach uh, every year for a golf trip. We're back with part two of a two-part episode here with Dave Dwyer. Uh, we're gonna we were we're fact checking the season. We've got some fact checks going on. Um, Dave had just finished um, fact checking uh, the first couple of episodes for this season when uh, there was some discussion about a release of some information about his neighborhood, his address. Next thing you know, Dave's Wi-Fi gets cut, and uh, there's some shenanigans going on there around his house. So we broke the podcast. We're going to divide this into two episodes. Thanks for rejoining. We're going to cover, I think, Dave, this is the final episode. You're doing season two of uh, of our podcast, and this is the episode with the captains, right? We were right. just episode starting. Four. We we were talking about uh, my mistake about the Capitals playing the Rangers that night. The Rangers uh, indeed got their asses handed to them by the Caps, uh, six to three, I think you said. And I right. think we can pick it up from there. Thanks for being back with us, Dave. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I don't know if it was one of the many mayhem groupies that pulled my Wi-Fi, or maybe Kenny coming down because he didn't—he knew what was coming. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's let's continue on. Uh, at the 4:30 mark. Uh, Something happened that I thought I would never hear, but let's get into it. Ken abandons John as his running mate and replaces him with Alan Evans. Ken basically says, my man was Jack Package and you ain't Jack Package no more. Then Ken states that Rick has impugned his integrity by mentioning this very statement he just made. Fact. Rick did not impugn Ken's integrity by simply referencing Ken's public abandonment of John. Ken has very little integrity to begin with, and anyone who kicks his running mate when he is down deserves to be called out on it. You are his boy. You are his boy blue. You have been since you started. You are the salt and pepper of Myrtle Mayhem. You cannot divide you. And yet, because you've struggled for a little while with the golf due to a variety of health issues, he abandons you. He kicks you when you're down. And I know you took the high road on this podcast, <laughs> and I know that you'll take it again now. But it galled me to see this because I never thought I'd see it happen. Dave. You know sometimes, that had to hurt you somewhere in your soul. Some, <laughs> sometimes in life... Um, people uh, that you you can only be hurt, Dave, by the people that you love. And let me just say that I love Ken Preeti. He is still my captain. He's a dear friend, and I'm there for him in any capacity that he needs. Um, But I do appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, you're a good man, Johnny. Uh, (laughs) So for the next minute and a half, minute and a half Ken tap dances around his lack of integrity but his words don't lie <laughs> he changes his subject as quick as he can to get away from this yeah. yes. uh, at at the 830 mark a couple minutes later Ken takes a shot at me saying only one of my hands will bleed from practicing so much fact I only hit short wedge shots one handed meaning only about 5% of my shots both practice and real are struck with one hand based on his debacle on day one last year perhaps he should consider hitting his driver one-handed that's what i have to say 
Day one, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, a minute later, Ken makes the claim that he thinks Kelleher and Krempel will sweep their match over Reed and Dwyer and says it won't be a close match. At the 17-minute mark, he doubles down on Kelleher and Krempel in a cakewalk. No fact checks here. Just file those comments away, and I'll remember. Yes. That's bulletin board material right That's, there. That is up on the bulletin board. I, w- I would do the same thing, sir. 10-15, Kenny once again breaks his Linton promise by trashing Aaron Sachs. <laughs> he once again references Lent as he prays for Tim having to carry Aaron. Again, he knows. He's fully aware. He keeps mentioning this Lenten promise that he breaks almost immediately before that statement. Fact, Ken might not be the good Catholic that he professes to be. Uh, the 13 minutes mark, there was a three-minute discussion of injuries and ailments, both real and imagined. I mean, this is where we've got to be very thoughtful, Johnny, because as we get older, you tend to start talking about injuries and you know, gastrointestinal problems, and we don't want to be those old guys. But there was three right. minutes of that. That it, it, <laughs> it all seemed like it could be real. I don't know if it all is or not. But uh, I'm just, just I want to state for the record: chiropractic, acupuncture, um, aromatherapy. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have. Uh, a masseuse brought into the house at least one day for a four hands massage, not a two hands. We're gonna go with the Robert Kraft model. I mean, it's it. There's a lot going on physically. Johnny, let's just be clear. You just like having your body touched. We get it. It's all right. I that I do. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I yeah. Uh, sixteen minute mark. John says Steve must be a nightmare of a neighbor. Steve. Oh. Steve, in fact, is a gem, and he is a top-notch neighbor. Can he do some crazy shit like steal beer out of my fridge when he's out for a run? Sure. Does he show up randomly with his entire family uh, as he does the rounds of the neighborhood? Yes, but he will do anything for you. From a distance, he may look like a nightmare, but he's my boy, and be happy if he lived next, next to me for the rest of his life. And you won't turn your back on him. You won't trade him in. He is your boy. No. And you would never indeed throw him under the bus no. like a certain somebody that we know did with me. No. If I'm going to go out okay. publicly about someone, it's going to hold. If Alan gets fat, he's still my ride or die. I mean, come on. Uh, understood. 20-minute uh, mark. John and Rick, again, both mentioned that Neil and Pam will be opening on March 17th. We know now that is sadly not true. Um. The t- 30 seconds later, at the 20:30 mark, Ken trashes the food at Neil and Pam's. Ken breaks his Lenten promise for the third time. Judas-like. <laughs> three, he will. He will deny you three times. Yes. Um. Again, I, I would like to say that the third time is his last, but it's not. A minute later. <laughs> Ken says, Rick and I have been on the same team a couple times. We've won one together, and we've played in a twosome together. Fact. They have played on the same team four times, winning one and losing three. Uh, some would say that uh, Kenny is maybe Rick's kryptonite because Ricky's won a lot of mayhems. Um, they have played as a twosome three times where they have a winning record of two and one. So... Very nice. 
Uh, Ken, 40 seconds later, trashes Rick by calling him a poorly dressed Ian Poulter. There is no way that you can convince me that being called a poorly dressed Ian Poulter is a compliment. This is a trashing of my captain, my boy, Rick Moran. Fact, Ken breaks his Lenten promise for the fourth time on this podcast. I mean, I don't know how many times he's breaking it off the podcast, but he's doing a hell of a lot on the podcast. Yeah, no, I I can see that there, yes. 20 seconds later, Ken claims to be a devout, devout Catholic. Fact. Kenny breaks his sacred Lenten promise over and over. Devout? Not so much. Ken, now that you mention it, Ken sounds like somebody who's trying to convince himself that he's a devout Catholic. Yes. Right? Yes. Mike, like many new converts to the one true faith, you get, you know, you want to talk about how good of a Catholic you are. Those of us that have been in it from birth, Johnny, we know we're not good. We know. That's right. That's right. Fallible. Yes. That's why we go to confession. Get all that cleansed away. That's correct. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. sinned. It has been 17 years, years <laughs> since my last confession. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, at the same time, you rebut that with, uh, you called Kenny squishy, soft, and lovable. That is a direct quote. Squishy, That's... soft, and lovable. And and defining his personality, not his physical appearance, because he is a little right. squishy and soft now, but this was about his personality. Fact. No one outside of Kenny's family would ever ascribe any of those traits to Kenny. <laughs> Kenny is many things, and despite all the things I've said on this fact check, he is a dear friend of mine. But squishy, soft, and lovable, he is not. Um, At the 25-minute mark, we start another long discussion of Full Swing. Um, The last fact check of this episode, Ken makes a wild claim that Myrtle is like the PGA and that he is somehow the Tony Finau of Myrtle. Fact. I couldn't. I just said, sigh. This is just no, no. No one would look at Kenny either physically or in a golf-like nature and consider him the Tony Finau of anything. If I'm not mistaken, his the intent of his comment there was that he's the family man who's got the seven kids that are clinging on that he can't get rid of. Uh, like Finau seemed to have in that full swing episode, but uh, it's fair. It's a fair criticism, Dave. I'm not. I'm not here to rebut, or uh, I'm just. I'm here to accept uh, the the fair and open uh, two way dialogue here. At best, it is an incredibly poor analogy. So we'll leave it at that. We'll leave so, it there. Fourteen errors, an average of one every two point four minutes. Uh, nine errors by Ken, four by John, and one by Rick. Um, in the four total um, podcasts, 78 minutes, 36 errors, a rate of one every 2.3 minutes. Penelope, zero errors. Johnny, 17 errors. Ricky, one error. And Kenny, 
leads the way with 18 errors in his two podcasts. Wow. And there you have it. Look, I, again, I, I enjoy the podcast. Uh, I'm looking for a little bit more accuracy. Uh, well, I, I'm hoping that folks will think a little bit before they speak. I know this is difficult, and I have no doubt that in a future podcast, Kenny will fact check this fact check uh, episode, and uh, I'm sure there's probably one or two things that I may have even got wrong. I doubt it, but it's certainly possible, and Kenny will be looking for them. Dave, are you now indeed the official fact checker of the Daily Mayhem podcast? I am indeed the official fact checker. I am available at any future podcast just to sit quietly in the corner and raise my hand when I want to comment on a potentially erred uh, claim or just to provide a little depth and background um, on something you may not be aware of. I will search the archives and after a minute or two, come back with uh, additional information on any subject. Okay, so uh, a couple of things. I don't know if you heard the podcast uh, that most we most recently released with Mr. Vegas. Uh, Mr. Vegas had the fact check over under on how many errors would mm. be reported by Dave Dwyer tonight as uh, 22.5. So we flew over that number. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Beat it by sixteen. Over. I'm sure you took the over, Johnny. Yeah, I took the over. Yeah, I could tell that there was uh, some concerns. Do you? Um, how do you feel about the odds of minus one ten that package survives till Pinehurst? Oof. I mean, that's six months away. I feel good about that, Johnny. You're going to be here. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, the odds of minus 120 that next year's Mr. Mayhem newsletter is delivered by Carrier Pigeon. Are you betting for or against that? Maybe by Mule. Uh, <laughs> Pony Express. We've got to get that thing back on Twitter daily, right? I, I think it's likely to end abruptly rather than be carried by an animal, so I would not take that bet. But yes, okay. I, I think maybe this is just a year they need to take off get himself refreshed, get a new perspective, and come back strong next year. You're still sticking with the one-handed chipping? Uh, I'm slowly weaning myself, going shorter and shorter. Uh, so now it's really basically just chips. I have, in fact, worked on that. And um, my wedge and 120 in is actually much improved. With Very good. Hands. You know, the thing that I would say about that, and I'm not mocking you for this at all, but like when you're doing a small odd job around the house and you uh, say you need a stepladder to um, complete said odd job, how many points of contact do you maintain with with the ladder at any given time? Just from a, ri a risk assessment safety sort of standpoint. I think anything involving the risk of my personal safety, I keep two hands on it. Now, two hands, just, so you keep you're supposed to keep three points of contact with the ladder at any given time, right? Now, like if it's just personal two enjoyment feet and an arm, are we talking about personal enjoyment? Then I'm going to go one-handed, so left hand. I just it's just a risk assessment. I just wanted to make sure that you're you know I don't only care about your health and safety on the golf course, Dave. I All want right. you to be. It's a, this is a 24/7 message. You know this podcast it cranks up February and March, but we drop episodes all year long and we want people to live their lives uh in a myrtle in a myrtle friendly lifestyle right yeah 
Absolutely. I mean, who would fact check this place if it wasn't for me? So I get that. I'm touched by your concern, and I will keep that in mind as I work around the house. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, listen, so you've got uh, the Cavaliers playing tonight in the ACC Championship. I'm going to let you, or uh, the semifinals, I guess. Uh, I'm going to let you get out of here. I appreciate the time. We broke this podcast up into two episodes. We're going to go one more time. The uh, fake Myrtle News Twitter handle is at Mayhem Myrtle. Give that a follow. Go through. You can take a look at a lot of the statistics. Now, you don't do anything really from the event per se live. You put a lot of information up before we go and then kind of compile a lot of the data after we get back and you'll kind of run through uh, some of the records and, and the results. So it's a great place, a great repository uh, for all things uh, Myrtle factual, uh, usually factual, uh, statistics for the records and rounds, partnerships and all that. Uh, Dave, anything else you'd like to close with? No, other than uh, Miami's down six at the moment, so I'm hoping for a comeback in the last three minutes. I want you to win your bet, and I want Duke to go down. But other than that, as always, just thrilled and excited to be here. I will fact check episode five and submit a written fact check to you that you can uh, review on your next podcast. We know. could we could do a quick five minute at at Myrtle. We may be able to squeeze that in. I will bring the recording studio with, so we'll be able to we'll be live from Surfside uh, Beach in South Carolina seven less than seven days. At, at this point, a week from now, Dave, you and I are bending the elbow. Not at Neil yes. and Pam's apparently, no. right? But we're bending the elbow. At some lesser establishment, but yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, Dave, travel safe. I look forward to seeing you. I thank you for being on the cast tonight and uh, love having our official fact checker uh, extraordinaire. Thanks for being on. Good luck to the Cavaliers tonight. All right, pal? All right, thanks. God bless. All right, thank you, buddy. See you soon.